All right, let's dive into the world of machine learning and deep learning. Uh, imagine you're trying to teach a toddler to differentiate between different animals. So you show them pictures of cats and say cat, and then you know you can show them pictures of dogs and say dog. Uh, over time, the toddler starts to recognize the patterns, the shape of the ears, the size of the animal, the sound they make, and so on. So this is similar to how machine learning works. Instead of programming explicit uh, rules like if it has whiskers and meows, it's a cat. Uh, we feed the computer many examples and it figures out the patterns on its own. Um, now let's take a simpler example. Uh, imagine you have a bunch of black and white points on a piece of paper and uh, you want a machine to figure out whether a new point should be a black uh, or white one. So um, one way to do this is by changing the perspective of the coordinates of the points. Uh, in a new uh, coordinate system, it might be easier to separate the black and the white points. This is similar to how uh, machine learning algorithms find new ways to represent data to make uh, decisions easier. So black points are such that X is more than zero or white points are such that X is less than zero. Um, but what if the problem is more complex, like trying to you know, distinguish between handwritten numbers? Uh, whilst uh, we can come up with some rules, like counting the number of loops in a number, it's not always very straightforward. And uh, this is where machine learning really shines. So instead of us trying to manually figure out the best way to represent the, the data, uh, the machine tries to, um, you know, figure out different transformations and then picks the best one. So it's like trying out different lenses uh, to see which one gives you the, the clearest image. Now, deep learning is a subset of machine learning and it takes things a little bit further. So instead of learning one or two transformations, uh, it learns a series of transformations, um, each building on the previous one. So think of it as like a multi-layered filter for coffee. And the first layer might catch the larger grounds and then the next layer catches the smaller ones and so on until you have this really nice uh, a clear cup of coffee at the end. Um, now these algorithms uh, need some main ingredients for them to work really well. So the first is hardware. So just like you need a good quality coffee machine to get the best brew, um, you need powerful computers to process the vast amounts of data and complex algorithms. Um, and you also need data. And this is the sort of the raw material. So like the coffee beans. Uh, the better the quality and quantity of your data, uh, the, the better your machine and learning models will be. And the internet obviously has vast amounts of data. And this is one of the reasons why um, machine learning and deep learning has, um, you know, had this huge boom in the last few years. 
And the last thing that we need is, uh, you know, these algorithms. So these are a set of rules or instructions that the machine follows. So it's like the brewing time or the temperature of the water. Um, but how do we know if, uh, you know, our machine is doing a good job? Uh, so we use something called the loss function. Uh, this is a little bit like a teacher grading a student's exam. So the loss function checks the machine's predictions against the actual answers and then gives a score. Uh, and the goal of the machine is to get the best score possible. Uh, so I want to go a little bit deeper into this concept of the loss function. Uh, so imagine you're teaching a student math. Um, after a lesson, you give uh, you know the student a set of problems to solve, and once they hand back their answers, you compare them to the correct solutions. Uh, so, for every uh, wrong answer, you might you know subtract uh, or remove points, and for every right right answer, you'll award certain points. So the difference between the student's answer and the correct solution is a little bit similar to how loss works in machine learning. Um, you know, in, in the context of, of ML, the student is our model or algorithm and the math problems are the tasks we want it to perform. Uh, so the answers that the student provides are the model's predictions and the correct solutions would then be the actual known outcomes or what, what we call targets. So the loss is just the difference between the model's predictions and the actual, uh, you know, outcomes and this is calculated by what's called the loss function so when we feed input data into our ml model it provides us with a prediction based on what it's learned so far uh, for instance if our model is trained to predict house prices um, based on you know certain features like the size the location the number of rooms and uh, we input data for a particular house the model might predict that the house costs, you know, $300,000. Then, uh, you know, we have our targets. So these are the real known values. Uh, so in a house price example, let's say the house is actually $280,000. So we use the loss function, which is like a simple mathematical formula. And that takes in the model's predictions and the actual outcomes, and it just calculates a loss value. Uh, so in our example, the loss might be the difference between the predicted price, which we count, we worked out to be 300K or our ML model predicted to be you know, 300,000 and the actual price 280. So the loss in this case is like $20,000. Um, but there's different types of tasks, which uh, obviously we're trying to, uh, or different types of problems that we're trying to solve with ML. And, and so there are different loss functions that we could use excuse me so there's mean squared error which is msc and this is commonly used for regression tasks like you know predicting house prices so it just calculates the average of, of the squared uh, difference between the predictions and the actual values and there's also uh, cross entropy loss which is used for classification tasks so if you're trying to identify an image uh, is it a cat? Is it a dog? And that just measures the difference between two probability distributions. Um, so the goal of training an ML model is just to minimize this loss. Uh, we want to um, 
you know, we, or we want our model's predictions to be as close as possible to the actual outcomes. So during training, the, the model adjusts its internal parameters or it learns in a way uh, that reduces this loss. Uh, and it's just like a student trying to study harder or you know, changing their approach to try and get a better score uh, on the next te uh, test. Um, so yeah, in summary, the loss function just acts as like a feedback mechanism for RML models. It tells the model how far off its predictions are from the actual outcomes. And it just you know, tries to guide it to make better predictions in the future. And we sort of looked at this um, analogy of a student, you know, trying to get high scores in an exam. Uh, so an ML model is kind of similar. It aims for a low loss value. Um, yeah, so just to summarize, um, we kind of looked at this very basic uh, approach to understanding what, what an ML model is. Uh, we said it's a little bit like teaching or a student, you know, trying to learn for an exam, or you can think of it as like teaching a toddler or whatever, you know, instead of um, giving it explicit rules, the ML model just learns from examples. And we also touched on deep learning. We said it takes it a step further by learning multiple layers of representations. Uh, and for this magic to happen, we need, um, you know, powerful hardware, lots of data and the right algorithms. And yeah, the success of learning is, is measured using what, you know, we defined as the loss function, which just sort of grades the um, machine, uh, machine learning models predictions. So as you can imagine, ML and, you know, um, deep learning are obviously revolutionizing industries around us uh, from voice assistants like Siri um, understanding your commands to self-driving cars, navigating the roads to medical software, de detecting, you know, uh, diseases and x-rays. The applications are vast and transformative. 